one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for hiding your pregnancy? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, Am I the jerk for including both of my daughters? My husband and I have two daughters, Jenny 14 and Tara 15. Tara was extremely sick. I won't get into details for privacy, but we went through heck. For two years, I had to be in the hospital all the time, and my husband had to work two jobs to be able to pay for the hospital. We decided that the best thing to do for Jenny would be to send her to live with my mother-in-law who lives in another city. She's the only close family we have. We were trying to give Jenny a normal life, otherwise she would spend all her time in a hospital like us. Now that Tara's better, things are a lot better and we asked Jenny to come back home, and she was glad to do so. However, she only ever spends time with her dad, never with me or Tara, and she never says why she doesn't want to spend time with us. Not just that, but she also actively bullies Tara any chance she gets. Last night, her dad managed to convince her to go out to dinner with me. Tara and I got ready and we were waiting for Jenny. She came out of her room and saw us there, turned to my husband, and said she changed her mind and went back to her room. I followed her and asked her what's wrong. She started screaming at me, asking me if I have to include Tara in everything. She accused me of not enjoying spending my time with her and bringing Tara so that I could spend time with Tara and pretend to like Jenny. I told her this isn't true and I was just trying to have a girls night with both of my daughters but she screamed at me to get out and called me a jerk and other names. I don't think OP is the jerk necessarily. I don't think they ever intended to try to play favorites or anything, but I think it's very important for OP to realize how much Jenny missed out on and how important it is to give them one-on-one attention and time. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for making a harmless joke about my formerly overweight friend? I've, 22-year-old female, been friends with James, 22-year-old male, since we started college. Around 7-8 to eight months ago, he decided to change his lifestyle and be healthier. He was overweight, but already lost a lot of weight and fitter. I was his workout slash motivation buddy throughout these months, but lately he's been confident enough to do his own thing. A couple of weeks ago, we went to a friend's party. It wasn't really a party, more of a low-key get-together. James is shy and awkward and tends to stick to me whenever we go to social environments with lots of people. But at some point, this tipsy girl came up to him and seemed clearly interested. She was ignoring me entirely. I was about to walk off when she asked me in front of several others if James and I are together. I laughed and joked that she wouldn't have asked me this if she had seen him last year. I was immediately told by some friends that it was a mean thing to say. And in hindsight, James seemed a little speechless. The girl asked me what I meant, and I explained that he used to be way chubbier. Then she shrugged and said, he's hot and would take him off me if I didn't mind. I thought this was trashy and just left. Afterwards, I spoke to James in private, and he seemed to have gotten his feelings hurt. I explained it was just a joke, because last year nobody would have assumed we're together. 
I mean, the whole point of the joke was that he's considered more attractive now, but I know his true awkward self and past. Am I the jerk in this situation? I'm going to say pretty clearly OP is the jerk. I mean, what is OP actually insinuating when they say, you wouldn't have asked me a year ago? Is that a joke or is OP just very openly saying, well, he was too ugly and or overweight a year ago? How else are you supposed to interpret that? I'm surprised the person who's going and says that is somebody that's also a motivation buddy. Our next story is, am I the jerk for letting my father cause a huge scene at my engagement party and embarrassing my future mother-in-law? My father has many faults. I'm well aware of these and therefore tend to keep our interactions private. I still love him and I've developed a system to keep him from messing me over. When my fiancé asked me to marry him, I said yes, and then I went and privately told my dad about it. We had a nice dinner with my fiancé and that was that. My future mother-in-law wanted to have an engagement party. I was fine with it. I just requested that she not invite my father. I explained that we had a strained relationship and that I preferred to keep him at a distance. She agreed. I guess she thought she knew better than me. She wanted to fix our relationship. And the first step was inviting him to her home for a party with alcohol. When I met my dad for dinner... I specifically chose a restaurant that didn't have a liquor license, and we went right after work. His car has a breathalyzer built in to make it start. I know what would happen otherwise. When I saw my dad there, my stomach flipped. I asked her what was going on, and she said that a good daughter would want her dad there on this important day. I asked her to please make him leave. She said I was being rude. I went over to my dad and asked him to leave. He promised to behave. He was so happy to be invited. I told my fiancé that I might need to leave in a hurry and he had to come with me when I left. He knows the whole story. He agreed. My father was fine at the beginning. Then wine came around. I glared at him and shook my head no. He took some. Then more. Then more. He started getting happy. That doesn't last. After dinner there were drinks. As soon as I heard him raise his voice, I asked my fiancé to leave. I faked a stomach problem and we left. The least embarrassing thing he did was piss himself and puke on the lawn. My future mother-in-law is furious. She said that we should have told her that my father has a drinking problem. I said that it wouldn't have been a problem if she hadn't lied to my face about not inviting him. My father is humiliated that he did this. I'm just numb. My uncle has no problem controlling my dad. He's a cop and he's come to several events with my dad where he kept him from drinking. My older brother's wedding, for example. But he lives in another city. He would have been at the wedding. I'm just angry that she lied and I'm embarrassed and I'm venting here because I need someone to tell me that I'm not the jerk for not wanting to tell people my father is like this. I think this one just simply starts and ends with the fact that OP said, don't invite this person. They said, okay and then turn around and invite that person. Our next story is, am I the jerk for choosing to go on a trip with my girlfriend instead of taking care of my struggling brother's son? For context, my 24-year-old male, brother Luke, 31-year-old male, and his wife Emma, 28-year-old female, and their son Kyle, a 4-year-old male, moved to my city last year because Emma got a new job. They would occasionally ask me to watch Kyle because I work from home with very flexible hours, I personally did not like kids at all, but I was happy to do it at the time because I wanted to help them. It wasn't that often, maybe once or twice every two weeks, and Kyle was very well behaved. 
Now, the issue started near the end of last year when Luke decided to change careers. He was previously working remotely as well. His new job required him to go to work a lot more often and make substantially less money. This left them depending on me more and more to take care of Kyle. It went from once or twice every two weeks to around three days out of the week. To make matters worse, Kyle's behavior changed drastically. To be completely honest, I can barely stand the kid anymore, constantly running around and screaming while I'm trying to work and just overall being a little crap. My sister-in-law Emma was over the other day picking up Kyle and made some comments about getting rid of some of the dangerous furniture in my house like tables with glass edges and stuff so that my home is safer for their son and made a joke about baby proofing my house because they're planning to have a daughter. This pissed me off but I didn't say anything. The situation hit a breaking point last Friday when I was talking about the one and a half week long trip I was going on with my girlfriend on the 15th. Me and my girlfriend like to travel somewhere nice at least once a month. We couldn't the past couple months because of Kyle, but I promised my girlfriend we would go somewhere exotic for Valentine's. Upon hearing this, they got pretty mad saying who's gonna take care of Kyle, that I need to stop these childish trips, and that I need to take more responsibility because I'm an uncle now. I'm not gonna lie, after hearing this, I freaking snapped. I said that their demon child isn't my responsibility and I'm not just going to give up my life because they screwed without a condom. It got pretty obscene from there and some horrible things were said. My parents and Emma's parents are on their side and extremely angry at me for refusing to pull my weight. My parents said that this is my duty and I should be sacrificing everything to help them. It's honestly got me really down, and I've cried my eyes pretty much every day since seeing those messages from my family. I'm starting to wonder if I really should be taking more responsibility. Am I the jerk for choosing my trips over my brother and nephew? I say you're an uncle, not a parent. Live your life. You have no responsibility over this kid no matter how much pressure or shame they try to bestow upon you. If you're 24 years old and you've got a situation where you can go on monthly trips and afford that, don't throw those experiences away because somebody else wants you to watch their kid, family or not. Our next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my boyfriend and his friends behind after agreeing to be the designated driver? My 33-year-old female, boyfriend 33-year-old male of 4 years is a big football fan and he has a tradition of meeting up with his high school friends at a bar for Super Bowl every year. It's often the only time in a year he gets to see some of these friends because they're busy with their families and life. I don't like football, so I'm happy to be able to drop him off somewhere, have an evening to myself, and pick him up when he's ready to come home. He tends to go hard with the alcohol when he's out with this group. Last night, my boyfriend texted me that he was almost ready to be picked up, so I headed to the bar. He wasn't as ready as he made it seem, so I ended up going in and sitting down with them while everyone finished their round of drinks. He was pretty drunk, and he started getting handsy in a way that I wasn't comfortable with out in public, so I politely asked him to stop. I didn't want to make a scene, so I leaned in to whisper in his ear asking to stop. He got angry and whispered back, You should consider yourself lucky that I'm going home with you. I could go home with any woman here if I wanted to. He couldn't, but he's always been a dreamer. I was taken aback as he's never said anything like that to me before. I get he was drunk, but still. 
Anger set in and I excused myself as if I was going to the bathroom. I ended up leaving and texted him to let him know I left. Unfortunately, he had arranged for me to drive two of his friends home too. Wouldn't have been an issue, but he also hadn't communicated that with me. Instead of calling an Uber or taxi like I assumed he would, one of his friends called his wife. The wife had to wake their toddler up to go and pick them up. My boyfriend was furious when he came home and still is this morning. He slept on the couch and we had an argument before he left for work. He says I embarrassed him by just up and leaving. He vehemently denies saying what he did, doesn't recall getting handsy, and insists he wasn't that drunk last night. I also got an angry text from the wife saying that I was a jerk for leaving them drunk and stranded, forcing her to wake up her toddler to go and pick them up. She also had a vague, passive-aggressive Facebook post up calling me out. Now I'm questioning whether I overreacted. Maybe I should have just brushed off his comment because he was drunk and followed through on the commitment I made. I just felt so disrespected by what he said after I asked him to stop doing something that was making me uncomfortable. So am I the jerk for leaving my drunk boyfriend and his friends stranded after the Super Bowl? I just can't blame OP at all because if I was in OP's shoes and my partner just said that to me while they were drunk, I mean that would just make me heavily concern what they are doing when I'm not around. And it's so rude and over the top and I'd want to walk right out of there too. I mean let's be real, them getting drunk and ended up saying that is the kind of thing that can end a relationship. This next story is, am I the jerk for screwing up my boyfriend's interview by not doing his laundry on purpose? To keep this story short, my 25-year-old female, boyfriend 26-year-old male, had a big interview on Friday that could jumpstart his career. He's been planning for it for about three weeks. Usually I do all the laundry and take care of our flat in terms of cleaning. On Wednesday, he told me he wanted to wear a very specific blazer and it was in the bin to be washed. I usually do the laundry on the weekends because I'm a full-time uni student, plus I work part-time, so during the week it's hard to make time to go to the laundromat. I told him I would do it Thursday night though, and he said okay. Mind you, he hasn't been working since he just graduated school in the fall semester, so since the end of December. His parents help him pay the rent until he gets a job. Anyway, Thursday rolls around and I get home from class and he's just playing a video game and he immediately asks me when I'm going to do laundry since he's very nervous and wants it to go perfectly. I'm so tired from school because I had an exam he didn't even ask me about, so I feel irritated and say I'm going to do it later, but I'm going to nap first. He again says okay, and he's going to meet up with a friend for a drink to help calm his nerves. Anyways, as the title says, I ended up not doing the laundry because I was tired and also partially pissed off. He was super pissed, ended up wearing something else and saying that I screwed him up by not fulfilling what I agreed to. I thought this might blow over since he said it still went well despite me attempting to sabotage him, but he's not speaking to me still and has even said he may go stay with his parents over this. Was I One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Really that much of a jerk? Very, very small yes, only because you did make the agreement. But let's be real, I think almost everybody is looking at this and saying, this guy was sitting around playing video games, going out for a drink, couldn't sacrifice any of that leisure time to do the things that he's particularly worried about if it's getting close? This next story is, am I the jerk because I sent an autistic guy into a panic attack by telling him exactly how my dad died because he kept asking me about it? I, 28-year-old female, was at work last week, and I have a co-worker, mid-20s male, who's autistic. My dad died in a terrible accident when I was younger. As far as most people know, they're aware that he's passed, but don't know the details. My autistic co-worker came up to me the other day and started asking me personal questions. I didn't mind answering most of them, but when he asked me about my dad, I clearly told him I don't want to talk about it. He kept asking why and pride even after I repeatedly told him that it's sensitive. It got to the point I was pissed off. I told him that my dad is dead and detailed everything from how he died, all the injuries, the funeral, everything. It sent my coworker into a panic attack from the details. He had to leave work early. My boss pulled me aside to ask what's going on and I told him what happened and he told me he'll take care of it. When my coworker came back the next day, my boss pulled him aside and proceeded to fire him because there have been one or two similar incidences. People were trying to pry and say that I was a jerk because he's autistic. I responded that there's a difference between an excuse and an explanation, and they're using his disability as an excuse. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP is necessarily the jerk for just informing them, but can the boss do that? Are they allowed to fire somebody because of things relating to their disability? Our next story is, am I the jerk for giving my stay-at-home wife a written performance review with suggested areas needing improvement? I, 33-year-old male, share one child, 6-year-old female, with my wife, 36-year-old female. 
She has another daughter, 13-year-old female, that lives with us full-time. We also have custody of our niece, 15-year-old female. The teens are each other's best friends. They share a large bedroom which was done at their request. The dynamic here is pretty much mom and youngest against the teens, with me being the referee between everyone. My wife is taught the youngest. She can blame others for her actions to avoid consequences. She just says the word, one of the teens will get punished without a question. There's no doubt she's my wife's favorite. I love her, but she's become nothing more than an entitled brat. As just a mere example, my wife and I had an appointment we both needed to attend. When we came back, it was apparent the pool had been used. They're not allowed to swim while we aren't home. As the youngest divulged, Mommy, I was in my coloring room. I never went swimming. The teen said that was not true. She had gone swimming as well. Only the teens were punished. My wife refused to give the youngest any type of consequence. I later found her wet swimming suit hidden in the garage. My wife and I argued. I felt strongly she needed to not only be punished for swimming, but also for lying. After a relentless disagreement, I was silenced as she gave the youngest a very minimal consequence. The lying, blaming, and favoritism ultimately caused the teens to act out, understandably. Most of their consequences are done by giving more chores, specifically the chores the six-year-old has. Or as recent, they were removed from their music lessons as a consequence. I believe they're so frustrated they don't even care when they verbally attack their mother after her unfair treatment towards them. After all, they already get blamed and punished for things they didn't even do. From my perspective, lashing out gives them a release. We have had countless tiring arguments. She'd either not see her faults, or we'd agree to do this and that, but it was never actually done. I decided to write her a performance review as a stay-at-home mom. Her areas in need of improvement, well, it was a lot. But I touched on how she needs to listen better, stop being biased, be fair in all of her decisions, stop making rash decisions without taking all three kids into consideration. I recommended her to give each child the same amount of one-on-one alone time to speak or just be with one another. So it wouldn't be an entirely slap to her face. I gave her accolades on her strong points for other areas aside from parenting. I guess I felt this would work best because I could organize my thoughts on paper without her interjecting. However, it quickly backfired in my face. She was quiet the first hour after I handed it to her. Then she completely exploded on me. Said if we're going to do this type of crap, she'll get a private bank account and take half my paycheck every week. She further said the review was abusive and a manipulative sexist move. Am I the jerk? I think writing as a way of getting your thoughts out is a very valid thing, but doing it in the way of like a report card is just kind of demeaning and not the way to go about it. If writing your thoughts out is what helps you get them out clearly and everything that might be rattling around in your mind out, that's great, but don't make it like some grade that you give to your wife and you go, well, you failed this month, that's not much of a partnership. I think writing it out is a great thing and you can still even have the paper but you have to do it in like an actual face-to-face way whether you have to say to her i'm not very good saying it out loud or off the cuff so i wrote down my thoughts this is what i think and where i think we both could work towards improving 
that would be great. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not supporting my friend who's not getting child support? My male, 28, and female, 29, friends have been on and off for a few years. They've been friends with benefits for a while now. They used protection and she was on birth control. Recently, F was worried that she was late on her period, waited for a few days, got the pregnancy test, and turned out she was pregnant. Both of them freaked out and together decided to not have the baby. A few days later, she changed her mind. She wanted to keep the baby. He didn't. He said he communicated this from the very beginning. Now she's pressurizing him to be a father or at least pay child support because she can't afford to take care of the baby on her own. And her parents are back home, so she's alone here. Plus, they're not super rich. He apparently made her sign a waiver years ago that if this happened, he won't be responsible for the baby in any way. It's a legal document. She forgot about this. Now she and our other mutual friends are emotionally guilting him to discard the contract and help her out anyway. They've been calling him heartless and cold. He offered to pay for ending the pregnancy, but nothing more than that. She went emotional and crazy and started making social media posts about how men are all pigs and how her boyfriend, not boyfriend, a freak buddy, is dumping her when she got pregnant to get sympathy and getting him involved in the child's life. He got nasty reactions from people online and IRL and is super pissed. He also retracted his offer for paying for ending the pregnancy. She's been asking me to convince him to change his mind because we're friends. I said no because it's none of my business. She took it as me not supporting her. Now somehow I also became the bad guy. So am I the jerk? I was following the story along and I was prepared to deliver a verdict on whether or not the male friend was a jerk or not. And then OP swoops in at the very end and is somehow being accused of being a jerk because they don't want to get involved in a situation that doesn't involve them. I think neither OP nor the guy are jerks. I mean, he clearly got that legal document for a reason. It's like somebody goes and gets car insurance, they get T-boned, and then after the fact the insurance is like, well come on, you can still pay for it, right? Our next story is, would I be the jerk for requesting a child be removed from my class due to his parents? I'm an art teacher at a school in a small town. Recently I welcomed a new student to the class. He had previously been homeschooled but had begged his parents to let him go to normal school with his friends. He's a great kid, he's already fit in right with the class and he does really great work. My only issue with him has been that he does not ask to leave the classroom. If he needs a bathroom, he just leaves. I'm not the strict, everything needs to be my way kind of teacher, but administration has a very strict policy for students outside of classrooms during class periods. I asked his parents to come in so we could discuss it, to try and get them to help me figure out a way to get him to follow this rule. They arrived and seemed like fine enough people, but then saw my photo on my desk of myself, 28-year-old male, and my husband, 31-year-old male, and they asked who it was, and I was honest. It's never been an issue before. They later called the school to report me for inappropriate behavior in the classroom. Mind you, I do not talk about my husband in class. I'm there to teach, not preach. Administration is definitely with me on this, but honestly, they've started sending me some really rude emails to my school-provided account, and I would like to honor their wishes that their child not be exposed to my disgusting lifestyle. 
I may be the jerk here because as good of a student as he is, I just no longer feel comfortable with him in my class. He loves art class and there are no other art teachers at the school, so he would be removed from the course entirely which I know isn't fair to him, but it's also not fair to me to be called things like groomer and accused of working in a school to corrupt innocent minds with my filth. So are these parents and the administration going to go around to every other classroom and make sure that every other teacher that has a picture of them and their partner gets taken down? I mean, we've got to save these kids from becoming aware that you might be able to fall in love with some other human and who knows, partner up with them. I mean, God forbid little Billy grows up to find out it's okay to fall in love with Susan or Joe. OP is clearly not the jerk and this whole thing is so ridiculous, homophobic, disgusting. I mean, the list of adjectives that you could use here are endless. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making a teenage girl weigh herself at the top of a water slide? I work as a lifeguard at a water park, and part of my job includes managing the top of the water slides. I'm to make sure that no one does anything dangerous like going face first, cramming too many people on one inner tube, etc. I'm also instructed to ask anyone who looks like they could be over the weight limit, 250 pounds, to weigh themselves on our scale and deny them entry if they refuse. I'm not super comfortable with this, but it's much better than risking people's safety. Here lies the problem. I lift weights, and for this reason I'm very dense. I weigh 185 pounds, but somehow wear a size 6. Most of my friends also lift and have similar body compositions to me. For this reason, I have trouble estimating how much someone actually weighs. This problem presented itself last weekend when an overweight teenage girl wanted to ride the slide. She most likely wasn't over 250 pounds, but I couldn't be certain. I've gotten better at estimating weights, but my supervisor says if there's any chance they're over 250 to weigh them. So I approached her gently and asked her to please get on the scale. She met me with a snarky teenager attitude and said, what if I refuse? She was with a group of teenagers, some of whom were giggling. Then you won't be allowed on the slide, I said matter-of-factly. She rolled her eyes and got on the scale, and her weight wasn't even close to 250, so I felt kind of bad. She then said, see, and went along with her friends. Although she gave me attitude, I could tell she was embarrassed. Her face was red as she went back to her friends, who were all thin. I asked my supervisor how he would have handled the situation, and he said I did the right thing. That it's better to hurt someone's feelings than break someone's bones. However, yesterday I was called into the office of the owner of the water park. She told me she received an angry email from a parent about how I embarrassed their child in front of her friends. I explained to her that I was just following protocol, and she asked me how much the girl actually weighed. I gave her the answer, and she laughed at me and told me I could never get a job as a weight guesser at a carnival, and that I needed to do my job better. My supervisor's backing me up and saying I was doing what he required me to do. I'm thankful for his support, but honestly this whole situation is making me feel like a jerk. I know teenage girls are a particularly vulnerable population, as I was a teenage girl not too long ago, and I could have possibly handled that situation with more care. But at the same time, safety is my first priority. Does that make me the jerk? I think the simple answer here is OP was just doing their job and 
They were unsure. Their job description and their training says, if you're unsure, weigh the person. That's what the scale's there for. And honestly, when you're standing there, time is of the essence because everybody in this line wants to get on and go. You don't have much time to stand there and dictate, oh, are they 250, are they not 250? You hearken back to what the supervisor says in your training. Better to hurt someone's feelings than break someone's bones. It's not like any of this was being done intentionally to shame somebody. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.